This morning, the Lord has begun to move since we began the service. And I sense very, very strong in my spirit that God wants to do something great this morning. Um, while the service was going on, the Lord said to me, before you unveil the secrets, before you expose some of the kingdom secrets that make a man to carry, to grow, to walk, and to increase in the blessed life. There's something that we must settle first. When the word of prophecy was coming out this morning, the Bible said, the Lord said through his servant, that there are people who need to return home. And the Lord said to me, you can't be discussing family secrets in the presence of strangers. While it will not make sense to them, that's a smaller issue, it will become a condemnation to them. Yesterday night we read a scripture. Acts chapter 3 verse 25. You are children of the prophets. And of the covenant which God made. With our father saying unto Abraham. And in your seed. Shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed. Verse 26. And unto you first. So before I even begin to talk about what God. I tell you God is going to do something great this morning. As I follow through the service and the teenager sang. I began to shed tears. I say Lord why? There's someone God wants to help. It touched me. Yesterday night I took a lot of time before I slept and God said, there's something I must do. Enough of this up and down. But first, God having raised up his son Jesus, sent him to bless you. In turning you away from iniquity. And that's the matter we must settle first this morning. We can't be talking about secrets of the blessed life whereas you don't even have it. You know this morning when God was talking about exile and our venerable came up to pray, God said it cannot be covered in that kind of general prayer. I want to adopt children. 
I want people to say, I am the one that is coming home. When the prodigal son came, the father didn't cover it up. He said, my son has come. He began to remove the ring. He began to remove the gown and the bracelets for the son. People say, this bastard son, he said, I don't bother. I am coming home. It's me first. And I want you to know, see, I won't have time at the end to take. And God just knew that. So he said, let's settle it first. Are you sitting here? And your life is still in the balance. You do not have the software to even power what we are talking about. You are a stranger. And God is saying, come home. And you want to rise and say, Lord, it's me. It's me. First, it's me. It's me. I can't keep going up and down. Please, it's me. Now, God is going to be removing a ring this morning. God is going to be opening his heart. God is going to be... Baptizing some people in a very, 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 very definite and powerful way. But first, he sent his son to you to bless you. He sent his son to bless you. And God was telling us over the weekend, in you. In you shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Yesterday, we learned that a man under sin can never be blessed. The Bible said, cost is the man. God is continuously angry with a sinner. Continuously. Continuously. Every time you come before God, he's angry. He's angry. Every time you do something for him. In fact, when you are praying, the Bible said abomination. What will be ringing in heaven? Abomination. 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 And we learned that sin gives the devil a legal right to harass you. Sin has told the devil that this man is for you. A sinner, I wish you understand. That's why God said first. 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 Don't talk to people about secrets of sustaining a life they don't have. Don't talk to people about growing a life they have never ever had. And even if they had, they lost it with riotous living. First settle it. I want to identify them. I want to know them. Don't just cover it with a prayer. Where are those who are saying, Lord, it's me. I've gone far away from you. I'm going to pray for you because I don't have time. The things that are bubbling in my spirit are so much. But God said, you can't move on except this matter is settled. So that you can be a partaker of what God wants to do this morning. I am sure. Listen to me. I am sure. The Holy Ghost is here. He's moving around in our midst. Some people have already begun to feel it. 
something some of you have already begun to uh, um, um, feel something moving in your spirit but just don't worry there's going to be an expression in the name of Jesus surely you know when the things were singing spirit take me deeper some of you have worked with God for 30 years there's something deeper there's something deeper there's somewhere that your feet cannot stand and you need the help of the divine so that your increase of blessing can be enlarged. It will happen this morning in the name of Jesus. But first, let's adopt some children, some brothers, some sisters. Let's bring them home and say, you are welcome. And they are proud to say, it's me. While your eyes are closed, I want to identify those people. Just lift your hands and say, Lord, it's me. I'm coming home. Boldly. Boldly lift it up. You can lift one hand and put another one on your chest. Boldly. I need this life. Now, you may be among those who have gone on exile and you are hiding. Sorry for you. The Father wants to check your seriousness. Lift up your right hand. Place your left hand on your chest. Do that. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to know your name. I don't want to know your profession. There is a life that you must touch here on earth. There is something that you must experience before you die. There is a life full in the spirit that you must touch. And you must experience it. You know, as the, as the, as the panelists were discussing, I say, wow, Lord, you are here. Our sister was saying, the Holy Ghost said this to me, and I obeyed. I said, God is here. And there's that life God wants to release to you. But let's adopt. Let there be an adoption right now. Yesterday we heard that God adopts children. If your hands are lifted like that, stand on your feet boldly wherever you are. I want you to do that boldly. Don't be ashamed because this thing doesn't have to do with shame. When the prodigal son came home, when the prodigal son came home and he came before the father, some other servants who themselves are servants and have never changed their status were looking at him and said, hey, this one don't come. And the boy collected his seal of sonship and continued to operate and oppress them. In the same house they have been. My God. There's help for somebody. Oh my God. Thank you because you are here. Somebody's crying and say Lord help me. Lord help me. I've messed up. There's help this morning. The Holy Ghost is here. He's calling you home. When we sang they said stand up for Jesus. Stand up for Jesus. I win the victory. Today may be the noise of battle. Something inside of you is saying, don't stand up. Don't stand up. But the next song you will sing will be the song of a victor. Can you rise and say, I'm standing for Jesus. I'm coming home. Spirit of God, thank you for what you are doing. If you are standing, begin to say, Lord, take my life. Lord, take my life. Lord, take my life. I surrender all to you. Can you say, Lord, take my life. Lord, take my life. Lord, take my life. It is for you. I have given my hands to the devil. I have given my voice to the devil. I have given my money to the devil. But from today, Lord, 
no longer. Take my heart, it must be your throne. Take my love, it is yours. Take my will, it is yours. Palo Shakanda Basaya. Can you cry to God wherever you are standing and say, Lord, take me. Lord, take me. This vessel is yours. My young sin sang, I am yours and you are mine. I am yours and you are mine. There's a spirit that's here this morning and first we want to stop the devil's walk. We want to stop the enemy's walk. How can the devil be harassing people who have license to life? How can the devil be pushing you around? Every day you stand up, shame is covered on your face. God is taking that shame tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Spirit of God. These are your people. You asked me to tell them to come to you. You asked me to call them that you want to know them. They have not come to me, Spirit of God. They have come to you. Who doesn't send men away empty-handed? You are giving them a fresh breath. You are giving them a fresh breath. You are releasing upon them a fresh air. Some of you, you have felt so guilty before, but I can feel that guilt going away. The Holy Ghost is saying, you are mine and I am yours. I'm ready to release to you your inheritance. You are going to begin to enjoy that life here on earth. You are not going to wait to heaven. The blessed life is supposed to be begun on earth. Hey, hey. Thank you, Spirit of God. So, Lord, take them. Do the miracle of, of transformation. The seed of God you dropped in us several years ago that has been growing, that has been growing, that has been growing, and has grown into this big life. And people look at it and say, wow, that seed, drop it inside of them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh my God. Father, first settle this matter. Have they been involved in addictions? Have they been held down by addictions? Have they been lured by their friends and their neighbors? I release the power. The power of Calvary. The power that says it is finished. And I decree this morning that it is finished in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. You see, I'm so excited because God is doing something. And I can assure you something has begun. I am sure of that. The Lord cannot lie. This morning, as you bow your heads, we pray to start. Oh Lord, thank you. When we walk with the Lord, in the light of His word, what a glory He sheds on our way. Why we do Rise on your feet as we sing that song. He, he abides with us still, and we know who will trust and obey. Oh, I will trust. There is no other way, for there's no other way to be happy. To be When I walk with the Lord, personalize it in the light of His Word. Oh, what a glory! There is a glory that He sent, that He put the 
to be happy in Jesus. That word is actually blessed. Other version says happy are those. It is possible to live in this wicked world yet shining as stars. It is possible to navigate this dangerous pedestal of life and yet live a blessed, a happy, a joyous, a fruitful, a prosperous life. This morning, Lord, begin that experience with us in the name of Jesus. The secrets and the keys that you gave to saints of old that released them into an unending life that people could not just identify and say, wow, these men are different. Are they not just fishermen? Are they not just young people? Is she not just 15 years? Is she not just 18 years? How come she has so much boldness? Holy Ghost, do that this morning. Spirit of God, do that this morning. And let the glory be yours. In the name of Jesus. No, 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 you can't, you can't do better than that. In the name of Jesus. We can't be this much and not shout a victorious amen. In the name of Jesus. What are the keys? How can I carry this life daily, continuously, increasingly? And yet the devil does not have power over me. And I can enter the presence of God and come down this earth with heavenly resources. That whereas people are struggling and planning and running around and killing themselves to, act, to get mundane things. Those things just come my way like I'm a favored child. Even though throughout this weekend we have been talking about the fact that what God gives a man first are not things. God, the life of God is not about, he has this, he has got this, he has got this, he has got that. God told Abraham, I will make you, you, you will become a career of blessing. Your life will be an embodiment of blessing. And Abraham was saying, Lord, what will you give me? Lord, what will you give me? I don't have a child. God said, Abraham, I will give you stars. Look at, look at the heavens. You will have children, children, children. They will be like the stars. Can you count it? And Abraham shook his head, God. But look at me, I'm still barren. And God said, no. 
This man does not understand. What are the keys? And I'm going to be reading the Bible. First, Second Peter chapter 1, verse 1 to 4. Thank you, Spirit of God. Second Peter chapter 1. My younger brothers who have responded to God this morning, there's a release that you also need. If you catch it, you are in for a new life. Begin to look at what God is saying. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 1 to 4. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us, the apostles, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us. How did they obtain it? Through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus. So this blessed life is obtained through the righteousness of God. You don't have the blessed life because you are living the kingdom life. You receive the blessed life because Christ has it. When you connect to him, you connect to his network, you are naturally under the circumference of his network. You don't need to struggle to enter MTN network. All you need is a SIM card. Immediately the SIM card steps into your phone. Everything that is done in MTN, you can do it. Every privileges that MTN users have, you have it. It is not whether your phone is i7 or EN20 or you are using the latest Samsung Galaxy. Even if you are using a 1000 Naira phone, if you put a SIM card inside, <laughs> you can access the basic network. So as we connect with Jesus, the righteousness of Jesus, we receive a like faith like Peter. It's not different. The faith that Paul received is the same faith that I received. The same faith that apostles, whether in those times or in these times, and I see the way people run after men of God. Oh God, pray for me. Please anoint me. If I can touch the hem of your garment. The Bible said you receive the same faith. What has made them what they are? Grace. So every time I'm reading the Bible, the Bible said you have access to this same faith through the righteousness of God, our Savior Jesus Christ. I say, wow. Grace and peace. <laughs> Be what? Be added. I don't know whether you are seeing what I'm seeing. 
What is multiplied to me and you, please? It is not that you have grace. The Bible said there is something called multiplication of grace. Those of us who are mathematicians, the highest way to get increase is multiplication. And the Bible said that I can receive multiplied grace. Multiplied peace. Through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Savior. That's where the problem is. According as his divine power has given us all things that pertain unto what? How many things, brethren? How many things? Hey! I've been crying to God that I don't want to reach heaven and discover that something was allocated to my name I never assessed. That I was supposed to, to do something and the result will be massive. That it has already been released, but unassessed. Sometimes you get to the bank, somebody has sent you 150,000 naira. The other time I was giving a check and I put it in my account. I said, I have money in my account, I want to cash. They say, Oh, God, account is dormant. I say, My money, they say, Yes, you can't assess it. So I was busy for the next two days. So it is possible that something has been given to somebody and he cannot assess it. You know, that's what bothered me throughout the night. I was saying, God, eh? is this why people are living like this? He said, yes. It is not that it will be given. It has been given. All. They said this one, I needed to be godly. God said, release. When? Before you became born again. Release all. Ah. I said, even the one to pass exam, release. The one to marry, release. Ah, God. What's the problem? He said, check your check leave. Expired. Your BVN is not, it's not congruent. It's not agreeing. Today you prevent this BVN. Next tomorrow you present this one. We cannot see. Those are the things I want to talk about this morning. How can I have all things? And yet I'm like this. Yet I'm this unfruitful. That was what Rebecca was crying about. Lord, my family blessed me. Why am I like this? Why are these children struggling inside of me? And doctors may have told her, you see, you are having an abnormal disease. We need to give you some drugs that will kill the baby. Or that will keep you stable. Hey, but God was actually saying, nations are in your womb. You didn't hear me. If she had presented to a doctor, doctors will say, you are having abnormal behavior. 
But God said, nations are struggling in your womb. How can a woman be carrying baby? And the first place to run to is to go and present to doctors and say, doctors, I am having challenge. I am having challenge. Please section me or please induce me. This thing is troubling me. But if she can connect to God, God is actually trying to release a promise. Kai! And so the doctor section her, but she misses the fact that she's carrying nations. Hey! I don't know whether you understand it. That God releases something for somebody. And the means that should make the person harness it is the means that causes him trouble. When my lawyer some time ago began to harass me, he said, you people should pay rent. You people should do this. We'll chase you out of the house. Whereas it was trying to generate fear, I knew that there was a promise around. I kept praying. I said, God, you are, this lawyer is not my problem. There is a provision from heaven that you want to use this lawyer to make me assess. There is something that has been written in my name before I was born. That in 2018, this man will live in this house addressed to my name. And instead of me to start fighting a lawyer, <laughs> I can't tell you the story. I went back to God. I said, Lord, there's something. This year he came in May and he said, quick notice. Back out. Or pay. Hey, I said, God, it means it is closer. When I come home, my wife said, you are not worried. I said, how can I be worried for what is pushing me into my provision? I came home one day. I went with a brother here to check a house. And I shouted to my wife, God has given me a house. I didn't know I was coming close to the promise. Another brother here just heard that I needed a house. Two months after. When some people came to the house, they asked me, which agent found this house for you? People don't live in this kind of house. I say, when you are connected to the heavenly agent, you assess what is yours per time. I said, the agent is God. The man said, it is only God that can agent this kind of thing. But you know, because there are agents everywhere, if you need a house, what do you start doing? And you, you know money is a problem. You have money. You start calling this agent. Eh, hey, come and check. You will check 20 houses. I said, I don't like this one. They will finally collect your money and dupe you. When I tell people, I say, this is what God gave me. This is just the talking. They said, it is not possible. I said, but his divine power has provided it when? Long before I even was born. God wrote it. That somebody will build this kind of house. And at so-so-so time, he will move out. And it will take him a year. He will not give it to any other person. When it is time, when it is time, at the fullness, address to this man. That's for house. Not to talk of spiritual things. But when God is trying to bring us into it, the means becomes the things that take us out. According as his divine power had given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Through what? Hey. Hey. Now, I hope you have seen two through. 
In verse 2 he said, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. Now, his, his power has all the things that you need for life and godliness has been given. Not will be given. Has been given unto us through so I want to say to you that the first secret to collecting and enjoying the blessed life is the knowledge of the Holy God and Jesus Christ. Please, even if you know all the medicine, let that be secondary. Know the God of God's. So, it is to the extent I know him that I can assess this life. In mathematics, we will say that the quality and the quantity and the superiority of the blessed life you are living is directly pro proportional to the knowledge of the God and Jesus who gives the life. Mathematicians, did you get that? Oh my God, okay, all of us are medical people. Mathematicians, did you get that? I don't know how to say it in medicine. If I study it, maybe I will know that one. But in mathematics, if I want to increase a factor, and they say that factor is directly proportional to another factor, if I increase the factor that is proportional to this one, by all means, you will get an increase in this one. Am I correct? Am I correct? That one is elementary mathematics. So, if I want to assess all that has been given to me, hey, God, you mean, oh, for my children's future, for my children's schooling, hey, God, oh, for even the ministry work I will do in the next five years, in the next ten years, the anointing I need, the power I need, Lord, give it. What kind of husband I need, what wife I need, give it. What job I need, what kind of business I need, and how it should run, give it. Oh, even when I begin to have grandchildren, even though the world is changing as we heard and internet is coming, what I need to overpower internet, give it. Hey, not that God, you know, you don't understand God. I pray those who came the weekend, yeah, your understanding of God is beginning to grow. God doesn't work with now. Actually, with God, there's no time. That's why the Bible said with God, 1,000 years is like a day. So God already has brought down the next 1,000 years and he can see it in a day. He said, okay, okay, from 2020 to 3,020, this and this and this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Okay, I'm just seeing it in 24 hours. It's all right. As approved. But me, the check I need to present. 
every time I need to assess something is the knowledge. And that is the problem. Israel do not know me. My people perish. For what? Lack of knowledge. They don't know me. Therefore, their strong men are famished. People who should have been warriors are beggars. Some of them used to know me 10 years ago. But now they are senior fathers. They don't know me again. If young people say, keep quiet, what do you know? Let me tell you. What does it mean? What do you know? I know everything. Like that man that our mommy talked about. So you see people, they are very, very, very disoriented on a current knowledge of God. And I want to talk about the knowledge of God's will. There's a general will, but there's also a specific will for you. The Bible said, you need to know what God has freely given. We're going to read it. So the question for me is not to go and browse. Where are they giving jobs? First. And they say there's an advert that just came out. National Assembly is, 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 is um, recruiting. Piam. Um, local Assembly is recruiting. Piam. State Assembly is recruiting. Piam. Um, village Assembly is recruiting. Piam. Your CV is everywhere in the world. But it's not where it's supposed to be. <laughs> you don't have, oh, at least I prayed for spiritual sense, the mind to be able to articulate. Father, where should I be now? You are supposed to go and preach somewhere. And they said, come and preach on the blessed life. And you just turn, they said the text is Matthew chapter 5 verse 1 to 2. And we are reading it. I know this thing, blessed are they. Blessed are they. Okay, brethren. You know, it shocked me, even me as I prepared. Throughout the whole of this weekend, we have not been able to go to Matthew 5. Because when I tried to check, I knew that what we, what has been given, for this weekend, it's not necessarily there. It, that place is the road to where what has been given has been, has been. So every time you are saying, Father, what is your will for the now? And you see the first basic prayer in the lost prayer, your will must be done. Hey, that's one prayer I don't joke with. God, your will must be done in my life. And the next question is knowledge of his will. In Ephesians chapter 1 verse 15 to 21, Paul was praying for the people. He said, I pray for you that you may receive the spirit of wisdom and knowledge so that you may know him. You need to know him. Hey! If you don't know him, you can never live this life. I don't know how to shout it, but 
I believe the Spirit of God is saying it. You don't know how he walks. You don't understand what is on his heart. I see a lot of people run businesses. And when they want to run businesses, they go and study many, many businesses. Great. When you finish doing all that study, you need to report to him. And you need to ask him, Father, if this business must be blessed and must be a blessing, what is your giving will for this business? And do you know that God can begin to tell you, other people in Enugu pay this salary, but you can't pay that. You'll be a wicked man. Look at your income. If you pay that salary, you will be a wicked man. You will be using people to make so much money. So this is what I will that you pay. Because there's a child of mine who needs to do this. And she's going to come to work with you. He's going to come to work with you. I have provided that money for you. So that it will meet his need. So that he will go and meet. Oh my God. And you can only know that. Through the knowledge of God. So you cannot outgrow knowing God. You cannot become matured. That you say I am a matured believer. And you don't. Your knowledge is, is also matured. Young people. If you follow this secret. When I was living. The, when I was in 400 level. I was praying 400 level. And I went for a conference. And the Lord said. You will be tears. There's nowhere in the Bible that says you will be tears. But because I have been working with God, from the general will, I could be able to get to the specific will for me. And I was struggling with that. Only for me to go to a conference and I was doing a seminar and the uncle said, I studied electrical electronics engineering. I had two one. I was very promising. I was intelligent. I was from my family. And there were prospects for me. But God said you will be a TS. I said, God, is this confirmation? Immediately after I was in 400 level. I went and met him and said, you confirm something God has said to me. And I shared with him my fears. I want to make money. I want to be this. I want to be that. He told me, relax. He said, relax. His two children, one of his sons is schooling abroad. He's a former knife staff. He's one of his sons is abroad. The other one has almost finished from UI. He lives very well in Abuja. And God said, I said, he said, forget all those things. Follow the will. So when I was finishing school, my dad knew some people. There were two vice chancellors at the time that we knew. Who were already needing lecturers. And if I went to be a lecturer, I would just be a two. I would just have been taken as a GA. So when I was going for youth service, I changed my mind. I said, I'm going to be a lecturer. I can still serve God with youth as a lecturer. When I went for service, one day I was praying with my president. I was general secretary in NCCF. And he said, God wants you to go and do that. Yes. Huh. So from NYSC, and that leads me to the second and third keys. Time is not my friend. I will still give you scriptures. The issue of faith and obedience. Faith and obedience. Those three keys, you know God, you believe what he has said, you obey it. <laughs> you are on your way to... So on, I think it was May, 
Because we, our mates passed out in February, we stayed later because we were executives still like May. Immediately I was in Bauchi, I got a message that NIFES interview is going on. I said my job opportunity has, has opened. So I didn't have anything then. Very good young man. Property is a problem. So I just carried one Ghana must go of books. And few clothes I had. NCCF, we always wear NCCF clothes. So I didn't have, I didn't buy one clothes throughout my one year service. We had NCCF shirts that I would just be wearing. So I had uniform. So I picked that bag, picked my small bag of books, and I walked straight from Bauchi to Joss. They say, where are you coming from? I say, NYSC. They said, okay, the interview is starting this morning. Where's your CV? I said, I don't have. The uncle looked at me, Uncle James. He said, are you a right young man? Where's your application letter? I said, I don't have. So he looked at me, looked at me. He said, you won't go and look at your other colleagues and write application and can submit your CV. So I went and met one other brother. I said, please, let me see the pattern of your application letter. So I copied application letter from him. I copied CV from him and edited it. And submitted it. All that while we were in training. I was praying and fasting almost throughout. I said, Lord, they must send me to where you have already arranged for me. Before time. I know how human beings are. They can use sentiments and logistics. And um, uh, this one, this one. And they will just push you out of his will. So I was praying, your will must be done. Whoever is that human being. I, and I knew our system very well. I knew our God. I know what happens when it comes to posting. So I say, Lord, I don't walk posting to anywhere. There is somewhere you have written. Before to today. They will post me. And they said, posted to Enugu. That's how I'm here. There's no other means. When I finish being TS, I say, God, this ain't no good hard though. So either a businessman or you're an evil man, you have to know somebody to get into civil service. How can I, me like this, a foreigner, get into civil service? God say, I don't have business with you in civil service. I say, okay, how can I do business? The small money I had, I went and threw it into business. Then we use it for our rent. My wife is here. One, the brother ate it. Today, I've not seen the profit, the capital, the, the, the investment, the everything. God said, you are not going to do business now. That's not what I kept you here for. So I was praying. I said, God, I need to get out of this town. I need to, where are you sending me? And as I was praying, the Bible said, God said to Isaac, dwell in this land of famine. I say, God, don't move like your father. You know, my father came here and he also moved. I don't know what he had with God. But God said, don't move like your father. And that was what God told Isaac. Stay in this land. Sow in this land. I said, what am I going to sow? I will show you what to sow. So I started going around sowing the word of God. Just, and I'm still sowing. And God said to Isaac, in this land. So when we got that house, I said, God, a foreigner? He said, you are not a foreigner. Because anywhere your foot shall tread, that's your possession because your father owns it. 
Young people, you are not too young to begin to hear him. Actually, this is the time you need it. It's good to hear mentors, it's good to hear disciples, it's good to hear our fathers, but hear him. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. First Corinthians chapter 2. First Corinthians chapter 2. I've shared it many times over the weekend. I shared it. When my wife was to marry me, I was an unfortunate young man. I'm telling you, Ask her. She went to pray. She prayed. She fought it. She prayed. And the, the word the Lord gave her, which has been an anchor for her family, trust in the Lord. Now, I didn't read verse 4 for you. The Bible said, through these precious promises, through these promises, that is the road you will use with knowledge of the promises to partake in the divine nature. Verse 4 of 1 Peter. This divine nature, you don't partake by bold face. You partake by collecting your portion through the promises. You know the promise of God. You can collect it and say, Lord, I believe your word. I will obey. She went to pray one day in one, one woman's house. She was praying. And the Lord said, trust in the Lord. With all your heart. And she knew it was no memory verse. God was giving a promise. God was already showing her the road. And lean not. Do you know at that time, this is no memory verse again, because she had plenty of understanding. She had read many things. She had seen how you can, you can watch, you can make your choice and determine your next 20 years by the kind of husband you marry. If it's working in an oil company, you are sure that this and this and this is going to happen. That was understanding. But God said, don't lean on it though. In all your ways, and even this one, acknowledge me. And I will make your paths straight. I said, eh? But me, I had finished praying. I knew so much, so long. When she came back, and she was, I said, she said, this God, I don't just like this God. Don't know what, this is the word he gave me. I said, that's it. Some of you got a word for your marriage. But you have stopped getting word for operating the marriage. You think that you can run your marriage by attending seminars. Those people who are talking to you, their own path is different. When you hear them, go back and say, Father, what is my own? What are you saying about this my own home? This my children? Lord, what are you saying? Why are they behaving like this, Father? And God will say, keep quiet. Two nations and your womb. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. But as it is written, But as it is written, eyes 
have not seen. Please help me tell your neighbor, eyes have not seen. You know, when I read the scripture, I say, God, wow, it's exciting. Nor ears heard. Neither have it entered into the heart of man. The things which God will prepare. Eh? The thing that God was, has already prepared. For those who love him. Even your own eyes have not seen. Everything that you are thinking in your heart. God is less than what God has prepared. You say this is the kind of job I want. When I get a job and when I do this, I will be work. My wife will be driving one car. I mean, these are the kind of cars I want. The day of my wedding, this is how I want to march. This is how I want my wedding gown to be. This is how I want our bridal train to be. Some will stand like this. Some will stand like that. Some will be behind like this. All of those things are smaller than what God has prepared for you. When you finish, ask my wife how our marriage went. After the marriage, somebody called me and said, What? God honored you. That marriage was one marriage I planned least about. You know, because I planned a lot of things here in Enugu there. I didn't have time to plan for it. God was, God had planned it. I came into the hall, I saw people. I said, where did these people come from? How many cards did I do? I just sat down. When the team, they were just doing the thing, doing the thing, I finished. I said, my wife, let's go. After the wedding, someone told me, I said, if I knew this, your wedding was going to take me this kind of course, maybe I wouldn't have agreed when you told me. I said, it's too late. God had already prepared that you will take care of it. You don't have a choice. Thank you and God bless you. And I went. I see people saving money, saving money. Anybody who saves money for his wedding, it is somebody who never wedded. Because you can't save enough for wedding. If you like, go and walk anywhere. That is one way you will know whether God is with you. I went to that wedding. After I bought fuel in my car, I didn't have any money on my this thing again to the wedding. When we were coming back, I had not less than 200,000. 2011. 2012. God had already prepared it. So I don't bother about too many things. Yes, I make plans, but I know he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all I can ask or think. So every time I think, I'm thinking, I say, God, you know that my thinking is always below your own, your own already made arrangements. So let me fulfill all righteousness. I connect with you, just do your own. But God has revealed them unto us by the Spirit. This is where I'm going to begin to round up. For the Spirit does what? Are you in Second Corinthians, First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 10? For the Spirit does what? Even what? Even the deep things of God. 
For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of that man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but what? The spirit of God. Now, we have not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely. Hey, God. Freely what? So if I want to know what God has given to me, then my relationship with the Holy Ghost must be current, consistent, and ever alive. I can't go to class without Him. Oh, I have gone to some places without Him and I have come back messed up. I have done some things without Him and I have been messed up. Some of them, even people come and say, ah, you achieved this, but I know it's without him. I have gone to preach without him, and I have been messed up. I have struggled. I have tried, but I couldn't search out the deep things of God. But the Spirit of God says, wait for me, I'm coming. He said, Father, I have come. And you see, when the Holy Ghost gets to God, he doesn't just see it. He will start searching. You'll be searching. Maybe you'll see the one that is for my wife. You say, no, Mrs. Kelechi Baba Onoja. No, this one is for his wife. Oh yeah, let's still look for his own. Let's still look for his own. But because he doesn't work like analog, he quickly can search it out. He will just come with it. He said, oh yeah, this is for you for 28th of February, 2009. Take it, oh yeah, go. Listen, you can't live without the Holy Ghost. This life is useless. Which things also we speak, not even in words of human wisdom, but, but with the Holy Ghost, human wisdom teaches, but that which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man cannot understand. I'm talking, some of you cannot understand me. Say, let church close, let's go and eat rice. This guy is just taking our time. Sorry, please. But please, for those who understand, give us more time. You can stand up and go. They didn't lock the back of the church. Only during prayer we lock it. Because a carnal mind, he doesn't understand. Say this guy is just preaching and jumping up and down. What is his problem? Who is he, Seth? I beg, I don't, people that jump like this and just be shouting. I don't even understand. He doesn't understand. He doesn't understand. He doesn't understand. The Bible said even when he's trying to understand, he cannot. That's why I did the first thing first. You need to receive the SIM card. You need to receive the SIM card so that when people are talking and say, hello, I'm just calling you on MTN. You say, you say hey, this is not with you. See, people, they communicate. This thing, this thing is here existing. But when you have your own SIM card, you say, I also have it. What he's saying, I also experience. I know as I'm talking, some people in the crowd are saying, wow, that's it. It also happened to me before I married. It also happened to me when I was to get a job. Wow! That's it. That's us. That's us. But you, you are saying, hey, what is this? What is this? Where am I? He cannot understand it. But he that is spiritual judges all things. Yet, he himself is not judged. Now, quickly, let me talk about verse 16. 
For who had known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. When the Holy Spirit brings those things from heaven, it takes a mind that has been trained in Christ to understand them. So when the Holy Spirit is saying, go back home, don't go there, just go back home. Made a very dangerous mistake some few months ago. We're traveling. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, go back. It's not time for you. We had planned to travel that day. But he said, go back. Coincidentally, I forgot a very good Bible where we left. But I was stubborn. I didn't obey. And it cost me a lot. Cost me a lot. When you hear the voice of God, Obey. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19 says, If you are willing and obedient, then you can be qualified to begin to eat the good of the land. There's something that God has prepared for us to eat. He has set a table before us in the presence of our enemies. He wants us to be eating and they will be seeing. Say, Even in Buhari you are eating this kind of food. You say, yes, we are eating it. But it's only those who are willing and obedient. Do you have the Holy Ghost? Is the Holy Ghost functional with you? Isaiah chapter 30 verse 21. Verse 20 and verse 21. Isaiah chapter 30. Verse 20 and verse 21. And though the Lord give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet shall not your teachers be removed into a corner. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anymore. But your eyes shall see your teacher. You know when the prophecy was coming this morning, And the Bible says, you will see. You will hear. Now look at the next one. And thine eyes shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way. When you turn to the right or to the left and there's confusion and people's voices are coming, there is a voice that will come and say, This is the way. I've heard it. You can't move without that voice. You will take the wrong ways in life. Some of you here can remember how you took the wrong ways in marriage. You are regretting but it's somehow late. But God has a voice for you today. It's a voice of restoration. But have you removed the Holy Ghost to a corner? You want to write MB exam and you say, Holy Ghost, wait. Let me do MB. When I finish, I will come to that corner. So the Holy Ghost is in a corner watching you. He's sitting down there. He's sitting there. He's looking at you. He says, ah, where is the thing going to come out? As you are flipping like this, flipping like this, the Holy Ghost is there. He's watching you. He wants to come. He wants to come. He says, time, just leave that book. It's time to worship. Go back. Exam is tomorrow. Get away from here. Go back to that corner I kept you. Go back. And the Holy Spirit says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He will come and stay. He's watching you. God told me yesterday night, many of us sitting here, he's in a corner. 
He's not at the center. He has been removed to a corner. You think you know so much. That's your small head. That as you age, is already dying. You think you know. And the best you can do is say, this is not church, this is not spiritual. Um, why should we ask God how we run things in business or in the office? Uh, just put one and two and plus three together. And because there's money, and I, oh, money is a problem. I've been begging God not to give me too much money. If I had money, I would have missed this kind of house I got. I'm serious. Money can send you on an assignment that is not your own. It can send you to go and do what God has never planned for you to do. Whenever money enters a man's pocket, the first thing money does is to ask him, spend me. How are we going to spend it? So the man begins to budget for that money. Whereas, he starts doing things that is not meant for him to do. He said, okay, let me do this one. Let me do that one. Let me do this one. And God is saying, who sent you? He said, go to that corner. Go to that corner. That woman that was prophesying, every time that's how she used to prophesy in church. She's not talking to me. Get to that corner. Go back to that corner. Yes, this is our plan for this week. Yes, God, have you seen the plans? The Bible said that we should commit our plans to you and our ways shall prosper. So Lord, take this plan and my way prosper. And you move. Whatever you are seeing is smaller than what God has in his mind. You call it testimony. God is looking and smiling. He says she doesn't understand. I thought something bigger for her. I plan that she will cover the whole of this jurisdiction. But because this is what she can think out. Let me remain in my corner and leave her alone. So you are narrow and people are clapping hands for you. Whereas God planned for you to be large. This morning, you are going to say, Holy Ghost, come out of the corner. I want to hear your voice. When I get to those junctions of life, you know when Dr. Chugo was speaking, I said, wow, Holy Ghost, you are sweet. We are doing this thing in the lives of, all, of, of we and we and we who are in the family. Thank you, Jesus. When you have heard him, obey. Blessed are those who obey. Trust him. Psalm 34 verse 8, Psalm 84 verse 12, Jeremiah 17, 17. John 6, 28 to 29, 3 verse 16, then obey. John 6, 28 to 29, John chapter 3 verse 16, whosoever believes, not whosoever believed, whosoever believes will touch everlasting life, will touch the blessed life. Obedience, Isaiah 1 verse 19 to 20, Philippians chapter 2 verse 8 to 11, Acts chapter 26, Paul said, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Verse 19. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 8. Even Jesus, he learned obedience through the things he suffered. Though you give you the bread of affliction and the bread of adversity, it looks like you are suffering today, but your teacher will not be removed from the corner. He will be there. The Holy Spirit is here. He's here. He told me that he's coming out of his corner in your life. He wants to sit on the center space. He wants to sit on the center stage. We're going to pray this morning. Oh my God, we're going to pray. 
And the question, the prayer is Holy Ghost. Do it again. Do it again in my life. Open my eyes to see. Your spirit must be alive now. Don't just go and copy people. Don't go and copy messages. Your own teacher is waiting to speak to you. Oh, Spirit of God, do it again in my life. Ah, oh, Baros Kapanda Labashata to see Jesus. See that, see that, the Wherever you are, just open your spirit and say, Holy Ghost, come. Some of you, your, your worship life has been pushed to a corner. Your prayer life has been isolated to a corner. There's a reactivation going on. Your BVN is dormant. Your account is dormant. Your account is dormant. There is a release right now. There is a fullness of the Holy Ghost that is releasing upon somebody. I want you to express your spirit this morning and pray like you have never prayed before. That's the key to the blessed life. That's what can make you blessed and become a blessing. It is the Holy Ghost. It is the Holy Ghost. Spirit of the living God. Not just to speak in tongues, but to keep speaking behind us. Come out of your corner, great teacher. Come out of your corner, great teacher. We have isolated you, yes. Have mercy on us. Come out of the corner, great teacher. And let you not be hid again. You will not be removed from my life. Building yourself in the most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. God is baptizing someone wherever you are. God is anointing you wherever you are. The Holy Ghost is moving around. Open your heart and receive. Receive. Reboshka palaba santa ramaleda. Ribakaya malabo sambayagaba. Rebosaya. He wants to lead you where your feet can never wander. If you have thought of it, your feet will not go there. That's where God wants to place you. He wants to give you something more. Something bigger. Something bigger. Spirit lead me beyond the waters. Above the waters. Where my feet can never wander. Rebels, take me deeper. Take me deeper. Deeper in love. Deeper in obedience. Deeper in hearing. Open my ears. Open my ears. Can you cry to God this morning? 
and say, Holy Ghost, come out of that corner. Come out of that corner. Lead me today. Lead me tomorrow. Lead me on Monday. Lead me on Tuesday. Show me the knowledge of God. Show me the other side of God. Take me to depths with God. Show me the extent of this life that we never talked about even in this weekend. There is something the Holy Ghost wants to reveal. There is something the Holy Ghost wants to search out for you. Roba Sapalayaba. Rebobo Shentalamakataya. Rebo Santayaba. I have just few minutes more to be here. And the service will go on. But can you revive your relationship? Can you revive your relationship? Can you say, Holy Spirit, come out of that corner? I cornered you out of my life. I thought that you don't know MB. I thought that you don't know mathematics. I thought that you don't know physics. But come out of the corner. Come out of the corner. Teach me Holy Ghost wisdom. Teach me knowledge. Lord, teach me. Teach me. Teach me medicine. Teach me engineering. Holy Ghost, come with your power. Come and reveal the Father. Come and open the eyes of my understanding. Rebos kapala bayada, rebos shekambala bada do sataya, remabada do skampayada, lebada pataya makosa tayaba, ribaba shanta lebos kata, hemodo sempaya gadaba, ribobo shekeleba, iabo sakanda ya. Lord, visit that sister right now. Visit that brother right now. Take away that veil. Take away that covering. Let her hear the voice. Somebody, you are here. You are in confusion. Thank you, Father, for your mercy. Thank you, Father, for the release of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for restoration to every one of us who has been in exile and we are coming back again. Thank you for restoration of fellowship with you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for restoration of the knowledge of your will in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for an eagerness to God to first commune with you, to first seek your face, to first encounter you, to first know your word, to first get your wisdom, to first know your direction. And we will hear a word behind us. We will hear a word through our lives. We will hear a word in our waking. We will hear your word in our walking. We will hear your word in our dealings. We will hear your word when we wake, when we are going to bed, when we rise, when we are sitting, and when we take our steps, saying, this is the way, walk in it. And we shall know you the more, and we shall do your will and bidding. And Lord, all that you have mapped out, according to your divine grace and mercy, according to the things that pertain to life and godliness, Lord, which you have freely given, we receive of them in the name of Jesus Christ. We receive of them in the name of Jesus Christ. We receive of those blessings the more. Life that reflects you. Living only for you and doing your will and your bidding. Shutting out to the world. Returning from the exile where we have lived in strange countries. With strange lifestyle. With strange decisions. With our steps taken according to the standards of others and the world. But this time, we come back. And we receive your welcome. 
We receive your restoration. We receive your bidding. We receive the activation of your word and working in our lives, young and old, in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive every glory. Receive every honor. Receive every power and dominion. And Father, by your spirit, may we not only access the things that are freely given to us, may we live for you. Live reflecting your mercy and your lifestyle. Live doing your will and your bidding. And daily, may we not only be blessed, but may the nations be blessed in us and through us, and those around us in our environment, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for touching our lives, and for touching our work with you, and for reactivating a work to do your will, and to obey you, and believe you. So shall it be. We believe your word, and it shall be well with us. We believe your prophets. We believe your teaching. We receive even your word declared. And Father, we shall be established, not only today, but in the days remaining of our lives, till Jesus comes, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. For areas of our lives you step into. For guidance you provide for us. For provisions that come. By depending on you. Seeking your kingdom. Your righteousness. Your will. Waiting on you. In patient obedience. We shall receive even that. For which you have made a promise. In the name of Jesus we pray. Renew grace upon your servants. He has been ministering since Friday evening, Saturday morning, Saturday evening, and this morning with his wife yesterday. Lord, he's still on the journey. He's yet on the road. And Father, reveal unto him more of your grace and your knowledge and your wisdom. And may his life continually receive the blessed life of working with you and that reflects the lifestyle of the kingdom and receives all that pertain to life and godliness in the name of Jesus Christ. Renew him, refresh him, him, his wife, his children, and cause that by which you have raised him up for, we yield to your fulfillment in the name of Jesus Christ. Preserve his witness and renew grace and strength upon him and quicken your will upon his life and surround him daily with your counsel and with your mercy, in Jesus' name we pray.